Hello, welcome to the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show. I'm John, and there's no Andrew, no Creech. Uh, it's just me, because our how our schedules worked out. Here I am, alone. I just finished Hawkeye, episode 5. I wanted to let everyone know my thoughts. And then at the end I'll talk about what I'm expecting for Spider-Man. Especially since we just saw the very end of Hawkeye. Vincent, um, I just read his name. Uh, Kingpin! Kingpin is back, played again by, uh, Vincent Duoforio. I'm pretty sure I butchered that, but whatever. So he's back, playing Kingpin. I don't know what that means for the, um, for these movies and how they work with the television show, or, or the, the Netflix shows. I'm very curious about this. Um, as I told Andrew last week, uh, all you uh, loyal listeners, Kingpin, at the very end, goes to jail. My guess is that they're going to use the blip as an excuse for why he's out. If they're going to do that. I... It's hard to tell. Marvel, it's very, very interesting. Um, other things that I thought of... I actually thought this this episode was pretty good. Uh, it's kind of chill. Um, I love the back and forth between Yelena and, um, and, and Kate Bishop. They have great chemistry together. I... Can't wait for a Young Avengers movie or television show with the two of them. Or even if we get West Coast Avengers. Give me some of that too. Um, let's see. What else? Wow. I've only been talking for two minutes. And all the major points that I wanted to talk about, I'm just like kind of breezing through. Um... I thought that the beginning with Yelena was very well done. They did a very good job about that. Um, you get this, like... We finally see someone going through the blip them... Well, when they're awake. We saw um, Photon... Uh, what's her name? Um, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. she... We saw her go through the blip, but she was asleep. When she woke up, it was five years later. Which is very weird. Um, let's see. Oh, yes. I did want to say that I read somewhere a couple days ago that Hawkeye is a better tribute to Black Widow and her character than... The Black Widow movie was. I could not agree more. I think Black Widow is... I think it honestly is down there with uh, Thor Dark World in the worst Marvel movies I've watched. Um, I, I had... I mean, like, my, my list of Marvel movies is kind of... You, you've heard them before, but, like, I haven't talked about Black Widow or Eternals 
I think me and Andrew did talk about Shang-Chi, and I really like Shang-Chi. Eternals, third act, way too long. Any fight scene that they had, way too long. They needed to have better m movements and, and pacing and energy. Just because we're fighting doesn't mean we have energy. <laughs> um, so, Black Widow, just, she herself had nowhere to go as a character. All you have is Black Widow being like, oh, let me uh, be the same character, more or less, throughout this entire story. Yelena and... Uh, oh, Stranger Things dad. The two of them, they were the movie for Black Widow. This, even though it's not, no one is talking to Black Widow, we still get this, this sorrow, this tribute towards Natasha Romanoff, this send-off where... We see Clint dealing with uh, Nat being gone. We see the world reacting to, you know, a, a world where Black Widow is has died and saved the world. We're also in a world where uh, Natasha's sister uh, is processing that grief. And she's wants just revenge um she will do whatever she can to the guy who she believes is responsible i did think that the uh the the conversation between the two natasha and uh kate was really good and it did a good job at defining characters so, like so i talked and in the first two episodes, I told Andrew, I feel like I don't know Kate Bishop. I feel like they didn't really give me... They gave me a sense of this headstrong person, good at archery. But they didn't elaborate a lot more into that. The, the talk about heroes and who their heroes are. That and what defines a hero. I think that was a very great conversation. It gave us a lot about who Yelena was... Like, let's say that this was my first time seeing this. Knowing who Yelena was. I didn't watch Black Widow. Let's say I'm that guy. I did, but let's say I wasn't. I am told a lot about who Yelena is based on that conversation. I understand where she stands on things. I understand what she's thinking, what she's feeling. Through dialogue. Very well-written dialogue in that portion. And I think Marvel needs to do more of the well-written dialogues. Um, other than that, I don't have too much else to say about this episode of Hawkeye. Um, I'm very, very interested. Like, like Marvel had my interest, but now... But now I'm intrigued, kind of thing, with Kingpin and how how he how we're going to see Clint versus Kingpin. I think that's going to be amazing. Um, 
I hope we get to hear him talk some more. I think um, Vincent is a fantastic actor, and he plays the kingpin role exquisitely. I can't think of anyone else to do it better. I also think, now going into my Spider-Man thoughts, I think this is going to bring us to Charlie Cox being, or Charlie Cox's Daredevil, Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock being an attorney for Spider-Man. I think, one, he's a fantastic actor. Two, Disney's already, or Kevin Feige already said, if we're doing Daredevil on anything, it's, uh, it's that guy, Charlie Cox. The fact that we already have Kingpin means that we, that the Marvel television shows are probably canon. That they exist in this same universe. The fact that, you know, before the blip, right, we had the, the Kingpin active means that this isn't some multiverse shenanigans. We're not there yet. The, the multiverse shenanigans happens with Spider-Man. And if I'm getting the timelines correct, No Way Home... Oh, Far From Home, sorry. Far From Home happened six months after the blip. Which means, happens before Hawkeye. So, that that's just kind of a timeline. Um... We have a good... I, I'm, I'm excited. Um, just based on hearing the reviews. I think it's almost confirmed that we get uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man coming back. Um, I think... I've read that it does a good job of using the first act to set up the story, which... Guess what, writers? If you are a writer at home, let me tell you something. That's what the first act is for. First act, set up the conflict. Second act, do other things. I'm not a writer. All I know is you gotta set up the story. You gotta set up, understand what's happening. Set up the craziness before you can have the chaotic craziness. Right, there's controlled ca craziness and chaotic craziness. Controlled will give you like that. You'll you'll understand what's happening, why it's happening. You you answer the, the the questions on what on what is happening in the story, why it's happening in the story, how it's happened, uh, who's involved. Um, there's another one. Probably what I think, unless I already said what. Anyway, it's. If we're going to get to Spider-Man, probably I don't I don't know when me and Andrew will talk about it. I'm watching it Friday at nine o'clock. Super excited because I, it's going to be weird. I think I, I I think this is they they have said that this is a culmination of two decades worth of Spider-Man, and I. And just hearing that gives me chills. Gets me excited. 
especially the fact that they've written it very well. Where it's everything I I could want. Um, I was uh talking to my girlfriend Michelle about the the Spider-Man shows, movies, whatever. Um, last night, and she was like, I mean, I don't like to uh Andrew or not Aunt, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I just don't see his. I didn't see him as Peter Parker, the nerdy one. Um, I disagree with her on that because I think we see him as that nerdy Peter Parker when he's with the Avengers, where he's this small fish in a big pond, um, which is the same thing that happened to him in high school. I think we, we even though he's quippy, he's still like unsure of himself. We also get that great moment in Homecoming. Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man. He's also a great Peter Parker. He's just fantastic. The things... I, I, I am hoping that we get a very grizzled and kind of... I don't want to say war-driven, war because that's like the wrong word. But like... An older, wiser, Tommy, Toby Maguire Spider-Man. One that has lived life and is has kind of this old man wisdom about him. I hope that Andrew Garfield is still learning. That we can see some of the, like, some, his character grow a little bit. Um... And I hope that we hear him talk about the, process, the processing of losing Gwen Stacy. Um, it'll be it'll be a good movie. I'm excited for it. Um, and I can't wait to talk to Andrew about this. But that will wait for another day. Um. I don't know when Andrew will be able to talk about the the episode of Hawkeye. Um, we will see when our schedules realign. I know Christmas is around the corner, which is why they they have Hawkeye playing now because it's a Christmas show. But um, yeah, uh, make sure you guys all listen to that whenever that is. And uh, yeah, this has been the Marvel Super Awesome Show, and I've been. Your host, John.